We are your evening explorationists. Welcome to an episode where two average and definitely unqualified college students analyze and reflect on lessons in literature and relate them to past, present, and future experiences. And for more cool shit, hit up our website listed in the description for more episodes, merch, and well, even more cool shit. Hey guys, it's Nate. And hey, it's Cody, and we are two college students very excited to dive deep into these podcasts, and we hope you enjoy. Uh, Welcome back to another episode looking into The Secret by Rhonda Burns and The Law of Attraction. And in this episode, we'll be looking into how to really apply the law of attraction to your life. And Nate is going to start out by talking about the creative process. And this is the process that we alluded to in the previous episode. Um, And we'll start by listing them. Ask, believe, and receive. These three steps are crucial to achieving your goals. First step is ask. So looking inward and asking yourself, what do you want and what do you need? Quote, make a command to the universe. Let the universe know what you want. Unquote. Essentially, asking is setting clear life goals and things you want to achieve in life. The belief step is definitely one of the biggest parts of this creative process, um, where you believe in yourself to obtain these goals through confidence and practice. Despite the voice in your head, do not get down on yourself and keep your head high. Keep visualizing this goal. Understand, though, that downtimes or or lows are a part of this process, and with each step you think you take backwards, you're actually moonwalking towards your goal. Know your worth, and have confidence in the things you want to achieve. Quote, believe that your goal is already yours. See the things you want as already yours. Know that they will come to you as needed. Then, let them come. Unquote. Essentially, be confident in the goals that you have set, and imagine yourself already obtaining them, and trust the process. The final step is receiving. Receiving is the feeling of goodness, of earning your goals that you ask for and believe in. Quote, begin to feel wonderful about your goal. Feel the way you will feel once it arrives. Feel it now, unquote. Once you get that feeling, uh, the feeling grateful for your goals, the goal will come and the joy that that comes with it uh, will be achieved. So ask, believe, and receive. In the next section, we'll be referring to ask as visualizing, believe as practicing, and receiving as gratitude. So yeah, let's dive deep into it and see what steps we need to take. Uh, And first, we're going to start with visualization, that asking portion. Um, So visualization is a motivational practice where you picture yourself doing an activity or achieving a goal. So for instance, if I want to have a specific car, say an Audi when I'm older, I take the time now to meditate and picture myself driving this car and down the road, according to the law of attraction, I will be driving this car. Despite what you may be thinking in that it seems far-fetched or this simply cannot work, try it. So take the time to visualize your perfect house, your perfect car, your perfect job. In doing this, the law of attraction will provide you with the right opportunities to achieve these goals, not necessarily just putting them right in front of you. Um, And so if you see yourself doing it, you will have more motivation to get there. And that is the whole key to visualization. What did you think? You know, the first thing that, that I thought of was sports. Um, the one counter of this visualization that I have is competition, you know, in the sense of winning and losing. And if you picture yourself scoring the game-winning goal or, I don't know, cashing out on a bet that your team will win the game, then what happens if the opposition also has that visualization that they will succeed and you lose or they win their bet? 
professional athletes use it all the time, the visualization process. So I feel like there might be an exception to this, as they call, universal rule. Uh, maybe it works for your goals and not so much for social events such as sporting events and competitions. So therefore, I think the only exception to the rule is social events, you know, which are out of your control. And these sporting events, you know, injury, uh, the competition, and your teammates or resources. Because despite how hard you picture winning or working towards that goal of the competition, it might be out of your reach and out of your control. So I want to say uh, this quote, that's quote, that's why you won't feel as if you need a materialistic desire anymore because you tuned in and felt the real field of creation through visualization, unquote. Now, I'm not saying visualization is not good. I'm just saying that in competitions, it might not be the same. Everything we discuss comes back to the you are the creator of you from the first episode. If you visualize yourself being successful, coming home from your 9 to 5 to earn more money or learn something new, starting your own business and flourishing in profit and family love, all the way down to small turn things such as getting a good grade in classes or even graduation with a degree or whatever you deem successful. I think I think the visualization is a great part um, and a concrete motivational method. Yeah, I'm going to even take uh, an even larger uh, view at it where visualization is simply powerfully focused thought and pictures. And it causes equally powerful feelings when you are visualizing, you are emitting a powerful frequency. And that, that comes right from the book. And I think that really encompasses visualization as a whole. Now, taking the time to think and picture your goals will ultimately lead to you achieving them. You put yourself in this mindset and that is what you will achieve. Similar to the analogy you explained in the last episode describing a wealthy person's reaction to losing a large sum of money and then them having their mindset strictly on wealth, visualize and you shall receive is the message that we're trying to get across here. Now, one thing that really came across my mind that visualizing does teach you is the ability to practice patience. And I have a quote here, most of the time when we don't see the things that we've requested, we get frustrated, we get disappointed, and we begin to become doubtful. The doubt brings about a feeling of disappointment. Take that doubt and shift it. Recognize that feeling and replace it with a feeling of unwavering faith. I know it's on its way. Now, a close friend of mine expressed this idea to me, this idea of practicing patience. Think about it. Where did you learn to be patient? It's very hard to reflect because it's not something we often think about or even recognize. So take that and really think hard on how you have learned to practice patience throughout your life, your different life experiences, where are you now, where have you come from, all these things have influenced how you practice your patience and your ability to really be patient towards the goal that you want to achieve. Now, how does this relate to visualizing your goals? Well, that large sum of money or a nice car, a perfect job, are not just going to jump into your life after sitting down and picturing it for 15 minutes. It's simply just not going to happen. Visualizing is a mindset practice that puts you in the right headspace to really reach for those goals. That is the key piece to visualizing. Understanding those are your goals now, what can you do to get there? So you must be patient in your pursuit for whatever you desire. Right. And the most, um, the next step that you have to take is to practice it. You can have that mindset all day, just keep saying, I know I'm going to do this, but you have to do it. You actually have to practice through, as the book says, meditation, patience, as you alluded to, and confidence. 
And my interpretation is that it's important to remind yourself of your goals every day so that you know what you're working towards. Doing something simple as yoga, writing down your goals daily, or repeating a mantra uh, that keeps your brain at peace with the process, the track you are actually on. Uh, I personally do this um, in meditation by saying, live the bad, enjoy the good, so that I know I'll experience highs and lows regardless of what happens during the day. And I think once you practice this, you'll gain that confidence um, to be able to pursue that goal in your meditation because now you know what you want and all you have to do is reach for it. Yeah, and, and in my opinion, I think this is probably one of the hardest but most crucial steps in this process of applying the law of attraction. Uh, being able to take the time to meditate, be patient, and be confident in the goals you have asked for and are visualizing. The reason why I say that is because in our world today, we get so caught up in things such as constant partying, social media, peer pressure, and other external forces that we forget what we are really aiming for in our lives. And I'm not sure if you have felt that, but I have definitely felt that in my life, and I'm sure some of our listeners have as well. Now, the biggest idea in practicing and believing is having confidence. As I have said in episodes in the past, you must step outside of that comfort zone, that realm of ideas and things, and just go for it. If Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos were influenced by what outside forces had to say, we would not have some of these life-changing inventions and creations in our world today. It's simple as that. We simply wouldn't because they took the time to step outside of their comfort zone and did what people didn't want to do or didn't feel comfortable or confident doing. So moving forward, use your goals you have asked for and visualize and believe in them. Be confident in them and practice patience and soon you will reap the benefits of staying focused. And I have a quote here uh, from the book that says, nothing can prevent your picture from coming into concrete form except the same power from which gave it birth, yourself. This relates to the idea of having confidence in your goals and staying focused on what you want to achieve. Only you can prevent yourself from achieving your goals. Okay, so we have the introduction, the mindset of how to practice this, and then we actually go into the application part. And now we get into once you receive it. You know, once you are graciously saying thank you and now you've trusted the process and you've achieved your goal. And in meditation in the morning or evening, once you've achieved it, find a way to say thank you for all that you have. It can look like as soon as you get out of bed, you take one step and say thank and the other says you. That's a book example and obviously everybody's different. Um, or repeating a mantra in the morning similar to what I do, so... Yeah, and I think uh, this gratitude is very important moving forward in our lives. And I think it's one step closer to really maturing into uh, your beliefs and your goals. And a quote that I found that says, what can you do right now to begin to turn your life around? The very first thing is to start making a list of things to be grateful for. This shifts your energy and starts to shift your thinking. One thing that has changed my life is this action of gratitude, where I constantly show thanks to those who have impacted me, whether it's my mom making me dinner, my friend giving me a ride, or my grandma asking if I need gas money. Now, I know these are small and simple examples, but sharing gratitude goes a long way in lighting the world for those around you. Try it out. The next time someone does something simple for you, or you have an urge to thank a friend for always being there for you, just thank them. Show your appreciation and it will make their day a quote that i have 
is it is impossible to bring more into your life if you are feeling ungrateful about what you have, unquote. A pessimistic attitude revolving around one thing that you have, again, coming back to you create you, has a contagious outcomes um, that can even bleed into the way you live your life. It's like going to bed angry where the next morning, you know, you have a shitty attitude. Whereas if you ponder positive, grateful thoughts in your evening and morning meditations, having that thought can increase the value of things you have currently. And it's okay to get mad, but it's really how you, you know, go to sleep and your attitude towards it. As a result, your outlook on having those things will conquer the desire to pursue another unfulfilling thing that is merely conceptual. And everything relates back to this, you are the creator of you. So if you are unappreciative of the things you currently have or constantly look for another desire to keep you happy, then when you are without that constant object or idea in your life, you will see life without it and honestly wish you had it. The grass is never greener on the other side if you water your own side. So take pride in your personal belongings because they contribute to who you are right now. Let's just stop talking about philosophy and this way of thought for a moment. Let's just play a game. If you do what I say, you win. And if you do not follow my instructions, you lose. Here we go. Don't think of an elephant. I guarantee you just lost. Did you have fun? Probably not. But what was the point of this silly analogy? It's definitely not a game that zookeepers and poachers play to pass the time. This concept of don't think of or don't do is related to the quote, what you resist persists, unquote. Thinking do not be poor will constantly put your wealth lower than what you want, despite the figures. Thinking do not slip when waitering and carrying a tray of hot coffee will make you miss the corner of a carpet, sending you to a steamy and embarrassing situation. Thinking do not mess up this interview may cause anxious thoughts and therefore unclear thoughts that can mess up your answers to the employer's questions. The law of attraction does not grant those powers to those who do not want. It's for those who do want. I think these analogies for the law of attraction and how to really apply it are really important. And the book also presented another analogy. Um, actually, it was more of a scientific uh, research study uh, done on Olympic athletes. And I want to tell you about that. So um, there was an interesting study done about Olympic athletes and visualizing a race they were going to run. The study explains that athletes were hooked up to this biofeedback equipment and were told to visualize their race. Astonishingly enough, the scientists found that the same muscles they would use in a race fired in the same sequence as they were running the race in their mind. Now the book asks, how can this be? Well, the mind cannot distinguish whether you are really doing this activity or if it is just practice. If you've been there in your mind, you'll go there in the body. It's crazy. And another personal experience is playing sports in, in alliance with uh, what you just said about the Olympic race. Um, it's a common and simple allusion to the law of attraction where ask, you have your goal to compete and win. You believe you work towards it consistently for hours and days on end and in competition. And then the gratitude part where you celebrate with your team. Another part is Stoicism says not to overvalue great times because they will leave. And I don't necessarily agree with this because the law of attraction says to continue to be grateful, happy for the time you put in to achieve your goals. So, you know, you can be grateful and be thankful for what you have. I like that. I think you bring up some really good points um, and looking at a, more of a simple sports 
topic analogy where you're asking, believing, and showing gratitude. And well, in my life more recently, I've been focusing on my future goals and future self and setting myself up for the ultimate success. I've been visualizing my dream car, job, house, and family. These are the things I'm asking for and believing in until I'm able to feel them firsthand and share my gratitude to the world for providing me these opportunities, items, and experiences. Yeah, living a life where you do not visualize your goals, I think, results in disappointment. Um, because when you do face lows, you'll not be able to see the sun behind the clouds, the, the step in the process of the whole thing of trusting that process. A great quote from uh, Buddha was, quote, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. Yeah, and I think to end out this episode is to always remember to ask, believe, and share gratitude in your life, understanding the law of attraction. And I have an ending quote here that says, Our job is not to figure out the how. The how will show up out of commitment and belief in the what. That's it for this episode. Come back next time to hear more from your evening explorationists.